Hey, it's Chell. And Josh. And welcome, welcome to, to the Unstuck, Unstuck Institute. Institute. Stuck in a day job you hate? Not sure how to start and grow your own business? The Unstuck Institute podcast is all about helping you take your next step on the road to working for yourself. Unstuckers, Josh here, as joined every week by my co-host Chell. Say what up, Chell. Hey, Unstuckers. Happy work week. Happy work week. <laughs> we should uh, say that to each other more often. <laughs> it's like, happy weekend. Yeah, it's the weekend. Like, happy work week. <laughs> Let's bring some joy back into the work week. <laughs> It'll be like fetch. It's going to catch on real quick. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Oh, man. Um, well, we are back this week. Last week, we talked about uh, three things that you're wasting your money on, uh, potentially, in starting your business. And this week, we're going to talk about three things you're wasting your time on. Uh, so without further ado, let's just get right into it. Here's three of the more important things that we think a lot of people are wasting their time on probably ourselves included, or at least our past selves. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Chell, what's what do you think is like one of the most important things? Ineffective meetings and presentations. So I've done this a lot with my business just because like I've moved a lot, right? So like I've had to meet with copious amounts of people. Um, and like when you move to a new city, it's good to make contacts, meet new people. But as time progresses, if you're meeting new people and just going to meetings so that you can like explain your business and maybe get a contact out of it, like I feel like as time progresses, it just gets less and less effective potentially. I think it just depends on how, mm -hmm. uh, what is the term? It's like how wide your network is versus how deep it is. You want it to be deep rather than wide, right? So like having those like interpersonal relationships with people rather than just meeting with people for the sake of meeting with people. So right. if you don't think a meeting is going to be fruitful, potentially, don't say, like, don't take it. You don't have to say yes to every meeting. Um, and that, I feel like that goes the opposite way too, right? So like, you don't have to say no to every meeting either, but like, feel it out. Don't just say, yes, here's an hour of my time. And like before you, you know a little bit more about this person. So maybe do like a quick 15 minute chat over the phone before either you're wasting an hour on a zoom call or you're wasting an hour in person. I think that that's probably a good time frame to be able to get a good idea of what that person can potentially offer you if they're, if they could potentially be a good resource, um, or if there's just a relationship you can build there. So don't waste your time with BS meetings. That's one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think I think you bring up a key point there. Why is an hour the default time block? You know, like a lot of things do not take an hour, yet we allot an hour for them, right? And so yeah. I think that kind of is a big point. Like there's a lot of meetings that can be 10, 15 minutes that get blocked out for an hour. And and like a liquid, we uh we definitely stretch to fill the space that we're in yeah <laughs> and uh and i think you know there's just so much bs in hour-long meetings that uh could be 10 15 20 minutes tops you know if you just 
if you know you got 20 minutes, boom, 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 let's go. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like if you're physically meeting in person, right? So like pre-COVID times, if you're meeting in a coffee shop, you could be like, oh, well, got to run to my next meeting. But now you're stuck on freaking Zoom and you're like, oh, got to run to my next meeting. But do you really like your next meeting is probably still in the same seat. So it gets more awkward to try and like leave the conversation. Um, so I, I would suggest with that, set a time block out, right? So like, you're like, hey, 15 minutes, especially if you're meeting somebody new, like, hey, here's like 15 or 20 minutes. Um, maybe this time we can learn about me. And then if the next time, um, well, rather, whoever sets up the meeting, I feel like that's who you should probably learn about that day, right? Like, I feel like that's fair. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But like, if you only have a 20 minute block, only block out 20 minutes and be like, Hey, like let's schedule another meeting. If you are interested, you can say no to, to meet with you. So you're not just gouging out an hour of your day to meet with someone who may not be worthwhile meeting with. Yeah. Also, I recommend batching meetings. Um, if you're going to, so let's say you got a bunch of 15 minute meetings, um, try and do three of those in an hour. You know, and if it's on Zoom, obviously no commute time. Great. Just give yourself five minutes between each meeting to like move from one to the next. Um, it post, you know, pandemic times, um, I've heard that, you know, some people will like designate an hour and they will like be at a coffee shop and they'll have people meet them in 15 minute increments and they'll just sit at the coffee shop and people will join them there. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a great way to like maximize your time. You're not driving around from meeting to meeting. Um, and, you know, this is only like certain use cases with certain meetings. But, you know, just think about batching things like that in general. Think about like how much time do you really need? Because if you give yourself an hour for a 15 minute meeting, you're going to waste, you know, 45 minutes. But if you give yourself a 15 minute meeting time for what turns out to need to be an hour, you can schedule another meeting. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, but the, but the, the latter way, you're not wasting your time. Um, you'll, you'll go deeper with the people you need to go deeper with later. Definitely. I think the same stands true with doing presentations for free. Like I said, so like if you're just getting started, cool. Like you can do presentations for free, but Oftentimes, if you're doing things for free, people aren't going to really see the value in it because they're usually getting it for free as well. So if you feel like you have knowledge and this could be a potential audience for you, charge. charge. Even if it's $10, charge. It's going to make all the difference, guys. <laughs> charge. You're not going to feel like you've wasted your time because there were a lot of times that I did like community-based um, education that yes, it's community-based, it's free to the community, but I was doing it, one, I guess, yes, to for, first and foremost, educate the community, but two, to also potentially acqu acquire clients. And not once, not once did I get a client from a community-based opportunity. So just think that through. If you're not, um, even if you are reaching your like potential audience, I always recommend if they will pay you or reimburse you in some way, shape or form for your time, let it happen and do it. Don't do things for free. Absolutely. All right. Number two, uh, this one's funny because I actually did this this morning as we were prepping for this podcast. <laughs> number two is write shit down. If you're not writing shit down, you're wasting time. How? Why? 
because if you're like me, you're probably going, wait, what was I thinking about earlier? Because there was something super important I had to do. And the, those moments added up, those moments of like, oh, what was I, uh, and trying to remember what it is and then do it again and again for the same subject, waste a lot of time throughout your day. So just write shit down. And how this happened to me, uh, funny enough, is before we recorded this podcast, I was thinking, what are some things, I was brainstorming, what are some things I want to bring to the table to this podcast uh, for things people are wasting their time on? And I thought, oh, you should write shit down. And then when I got <laughs> here to record with Chell right before we, we hit the record button, I was like, oh, wait, what was the other thing I was thinking of? And then it was, write shit down. That's right. I did not. <laughs> followed my own advice <laughs> and I forgot it and wasted some time. Now it's not, it's not a huge, you know, I guess depending on your personality and your memory, it may or may not be a huge time waster uh, in the moment, but add it up oh, throughout your day, throughout your week, the amount of times you're going, Oh, what was I going to do next? Um, really wastes your time. So if you just write it down, it will really, really uh help you out and and keep keep your momentum honestly on whatever you're working on too totally and i mean it can be as something as small as like what you need to buy at the grocery store but it comes to you while you're working write it down because if you have it written down whether it be on your phone i recommend it on your phone so that when you do end up going to the grocery store all you have to do is look at it um but even if it's just on a piece mm -hmm. of paper write it down because then it's going to save you a trip to the grocery store because you forgot it because you didn't write it down. So write it down. <laughs> I know from personal experience. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely. And I think um, too, I, I try to, I try to write things down when I'm, when I'm in workflow. So like multitasking, right? So like if you're, when, when I, I try to single task as much as possible, because that, that gets me a lot better results and a lot faster results if I do one thing at a time. Um, but you can't stop this monkey brain from having ideas and popping up and doing all this stuff left and right. So, um, you know, I'll be working on saying, like, I got to draft like 10 emails for my autoresponder thing. Da -da 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 -da. I'm going to do that for the next half an hour. Um, you know, 10 minutes in, my brain starts to wander and goes, oh, I do have to do that thing later. A, if you start to do that thing, you're going to ruin your efficiency. Um, and B, if you don't do that thing, you might waste time later by going, oh, what was that thought I had this morning? So I always try to do as much as I can see, just write it down. Because taking uh, just, you know, 10 seconds to write down a note to yourself later, it does break the flow of what you're doing. But not like as much as actually trying to do that thing or or letting your brain wander too much on that thing. I think the act of writing it down for later tells my brain, yes, I accept the new thought that has come to mind and I'm putting it over here for later so they don't have to continue to ruminate on it while I'm trying to concentrate on the 10 emails I'm writing. And then what's the last one? What's number three? Number three, I think, uh, I, I used to do this often and I've gotten better at it, I think. Um, don't waste your time researching too much on what the best tool for the job is. And by tool, I mean, it could be software, it could be a literal tool, like whatever, like in terms of like a hammer, I don't know. Um, <laughs> don't research, don't spend any time researching the best hammer, in my opinion. <laughs> um, but like, 
So like software, like if you're going to get like a, um, a billing software, um, an invoicing billing payment system, customer management system, um, there are so many out there and, uh, I, you could, you could waste a ton of time finding the best one and you could a still be wrong (laughs) and B have all that time wasted. Um, I will tell you, you should do some research because, again, there are a million versions of that thing out there, and uh, some of them are just plain not good. Uh, But luckily, the internet is full of reviews and trusty review sites with uh, reporters doing the reviews and stuff because you can't always trust the comment section. Some of those are paid for, you know? So, uh, (laughs) like, when I say do your research, do it like I do it, which is I let other trusted sources do my research for me yes, (laughs) and I review their research. (laughs) So like one thing I always recommend like in general is wirecutter.com. It's like now a New York times owned company, but like reporters do reviews and in-depth reviews on whole bunches of like products and stuff. So when I was like shopping for a TV, which is not like business related, but same principle occurs yeah like when i was shopping for a tv i went to Wirecutter and they go here's the best overall tv here's the best budget tv here's the best tv that does these kinds of things and it was just like boom i spent like 10 minutes reviewing their research and i felt confident in my purchasing decisions (laughs) you know um versus had i gone to like i'm gonna go to like three stores today and see all the tvs in person and then i'm gonna look up each of them online and see what all the reviews are in person and then i'm gonna make like a spreadsheet on which are the best tvs and kind of develop a point system like i so aggressive you you may be thinking that sounds specific josh yes I've done that. <laughs> and yes. It's so aggressive. It's a huge waste of time. No, I haven't actually gone to like three stores, but I have developed a point system and made a spreadsheet. You betcha. Oh <laughs> That's how I bought my car. <laughs> Guys, there's websites for all, all of this kind of stuff too. So like from like a food perspective, I would go to America's Test Kitchen to find like what they would recommend. So whatever your niche is, there is a website that's going to have all of this research done for you and give you, like you said, the best, the best budget and like the best overall for sure. Yeah. And if you get something, whether it's software, whether it's like food related, whether it's buying your next car, if you get something that's recommended by a trusted source, you can just rest easy that it was a good choice. It may or may not be the best choice, but uh, in the interest of saving time, if you make a good choice and you move forward, all the time, you're going to have a lot more time on your hands and you're going to have a bunch of good decisions in your wake. (laughs) So like, that's great because you can strive to the ends of the earth with all your time and energy to make the perfect choice and you still might not make the perfect choice. So why not just make a good choice for way less time and move on? And I think, especially when you're first starting out, it may not be the best choice, but if you can go free, that's the best choice at that point in time when you have no capital, no overhead, right? Like if you can choose Canva over Photoshop, like if you're not a graphic designer, go with Canva. If you can go with MailChimp over a CRM that costs a hundred dollars a month, go with MailChimp, go with free starting out for sure. 
I, re- I refer you to our uh, episode last week, what you're wasting your money on. Yeah. Utilize those free trials and utilize them correctly. Yeah. <laughs> the Unstuck Institute podcast is brought to you by my very own podcast startup course. Are you ready to make your voice heard? You don't need to be a tech geek to figure out everything you need to make that happen. The podcast startup course will walk you through everything you need to know to get started without breaking the bank. So log on to podcaststartupcourse.com backslash checklist now to download your free checklist on everything you need to know to get your podcast started today. And just for unstuck listeners, if you're interested in the podcast startup course, you can get 50% off. That's right. 50% off by using the offer code UNSTUCK at checkout. Go to podcaststartupcourse.com. The Unstuck Institute podcast is also brought to you by our awesome new life book. Want to get a handle on your life and where you're going? Lack of productivity keeping you down? Download our free workbook to get clear on where you want to go in life and use the life book system to help keep yourself on track to be more productive in your daily life. Download the Unstuck Institute Lifebook today at www.unstuck.institute slash lifebook. It's time for a recap. One, block out shorter times for meetings than anticipated. If it goes well, you can always book more time. Two, write shit down and stop wondering, what was that thing I was thinking of? Three, don't waste time researching the best tool. Pick one, go with it, and iterate along the way. And that's a wrap on episode 87, Three Things You're Wasting Your Time On in Business. Website and show notes are at www.unstuck.institute. Remember to follow us on Instagram at unstuck.institute. And if you love our podcast and would like to help us out, please leave us a review on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. It really helps out the show. Leave us a five-star written review to be entered to win in a drawing to win a 30-minute brainstorm coaching sesh with me and Josh. For instructions on how to leave a review, go to our website, unstuck.institute. And actually, this week we're doing the drawing. And October's winner is... FLOD611, FLOD611. Shoot us an email at unstuck.institute at gmail.com and you will receive a 30-minute coaching sesh with me and Josh. Talk to you next week. We'll be talking to productivity expert Ellen Goodwin. We say we waste our time, but that's impossible. We waste ourselves. Alice Block.